Anytime a new roof is installed, five key questions should be asked. The answer to those questions not only impacts the life of the roof, but also the curbside appearance the homeowner will see every day. Hi there. Welcome back to another episode of our podcast, Airing It Out with AirVent. My name is Paul Shelsey. I host AirVent's Attic Ventilation Ask the Expert seminars offered every winter to residential roofing professionals all across North America since 1998. A key segment in our seminars is the Attic Exhaust Vent Decision Tree, where we guide the industry through five key questions to help inform the best vent selection. Not, not attic exhaust vent brand. We're talking about attic exhaust vent type. Our hope is that architects, writing specs, home builders, building homes, and roofing contractors installing roofs will all ask and answer these five key questions. To help us take a deeper dive into this topic, let's welcome to the podcast Edgar Ariano, owner of the Roofing Experience in Ogden, Utah. Welcome to the podcast, Edgar. Hey, thanks, Paul. I appreciate you and Ervin allowing me to come up and um, talk to you guys about this subject. It's uh, honestly, I think it's one of the most important parts of, of the roof system. So thank you again for having me. You're, you're very welcome. Thank you for your time, Edgar. Edgar, we, we've been corresponding, if I can use that word, for years via social media, through your found in the field and your success story photography of finished roof installs. And we met at the AirVent Seminar a, a few years back when we swung through Salt Lake City. Thanks for always sharing with us, Edgar. Oh, thank you, guys. I mean, it's uh, you guys are always sharing my photos and the and it helps uh, kind of spread awareness that it's not, you know, there's more to it than just a roof system. So I appreciate you uh, acknowledging that, that my photography. You're very welcome. You're very welcome, Edgar. And you just give us a nice little transition. It's more than just putting on the roof. So I'd like to list, please, Edgar, for our listeners, the five key questions right now. And then I'm going to ask you to share your thought process uh, as you approach a roof for the first time and you begin to assess its attic exhaust needs. But I'm going to begin by listing the five key questions. Here they are. What's the roof's shape? What's the attic size? What's the airflow cap capability, capacity of the vent I'm considering? How many of those vents will be needed? And what will it all look like installed? Okay, Edgar, let's say you're hired to do a new roof. The roofing experience won the bid, and you're being hired by the homeowner to do the roof replacement. Let's say next week, we'll pretend it's not winter time. Next week, walk me through your thought process, please. Let's, let's start with the first question, Edgar. What's the roof's shape? Edgar, how does the shape of the roof affect your choice of attic exhaust vent selected? It depends on the line of the roof, how it was built, how the contract or the architect or the builder built it, and how it's going to be efficient. So the roof shape to me is very important, whether I'm going to be using turtle backs, ridge vent, um, turbines, or any other, you know, like a so solar powered mechanical fan or wired mechanical fan. So the roof shape sure. is very important in how I'm going to assess the airflow to come out from the roof. 
That's great. Edgar, yeah, it could have a good run of ridge or it could be very segmented or chopped up and ridge vent is not readily a solution for that type of roof. Correct. Yeah, exactly. The second question, Edgar, is what's the attic size? In other words, how big is the attic through which we are trying to move air? Edgar, how does attic size affect your exhaust vent selection? So the, the attic size and the actual roof size are totally different things. So a roof might measure, you know, so many square feet while the attic is actually probably about, I, what I've realized it's about 10 to 15% less than the actual roof slopes. So what I like to use, I actually use, believe it or not, we, I use your air vent tool um, on the app. I have an iOS device and I usually calculate in there when I measure the roof, I don't add the pitch factor. So then I kind of go off of that. It might not be hundred percent correct, but it's pretty dang accurate. Then at that moment, it determines how much square feet is in your attic. And then that's where I determine how much exhaust vent I need. And then, of course, if I need an intake vent, if there's no soft vents, I determine if that is needed as well uh, through the attic size. And that determines what and how much of the certain ventilation I need to install on that roof system. So, Edgar, thank you for mentioning intake. I wasn't necessarily going to mention intake today, but it's it's a critical piece of the entire process. So thank you for that. Edgar, I want to move to the third question. So we've covered the roof shape the roof's geometry. We talked about the attic size. The third question, what's the vent's airflow capacity? And if I could say it another way, how much air can the vent allow to pass through it? Every vent manufacturer assigns a value expressed either as net free area, that's for non-motorized vents like turtleback vents, ridge vents, or cubic feet of airflow per minute, CFM, for motorized vents, roof mount fans, gable mount fans, that might be solar powered. Edgar, what's your thought process, please, when considering the vent's airflow capacity? So the airflow is very important, and that's another thing I like using on the AirVent app is it kind of calculates that for you a little bit. And it tells you the options you can choose for depending on the square footage that you did on the attic. So I do like to use that. A lot of the times I will talk to the homeowners and let's say they have a room in particular that gets hotter in summer. So they're trying to ventilate more hot air from that area. And at that point that determines like, Hey, okay, if we are going to, you know, put a, let's say a mechanical fan at that point, this is what will work best on the cubic feet, depending on how hot it gets there. And a lot of it I determined by talking to the homeowner and picking up their information like, hey, yeah, it gets here. It'll be, you know, 72 degrees in my living room, but over here it's 85. So that kind of gives me an idea of what they might need. Um, and that, so it, it is a, a good thing to know the capacity of the airflow, that you, the vent that you will be using for sure. Like that, Edgar, get the inside information from the occupants of the house to get some additional information of what they're experiencing uh, in, in that house. That's great. That's good information. Thank you. So, Edgar, it's time now to talk about quantity. How many vents are needed? The fourth key question is how many vents will be needed to provide the proper exhaust airflow through the attic? How many will it take? And, and again, we already mentioned briefly, thanks to you, intake. 
and you do need intake and exhaust, but this is focused on the exhaust vent decision tree. So when it right. comes to how many how many exhaust vents, uh, you've already said you use the calculator, so that's great. And that helps you look at your options because the, the air vent calculator, the air vent app will show you how many feet of ridge vent it would need, how many box vents would be needed. But when you're in the process, Edgar, of picking out the quantity, what's going through your mind? And I want to put words in your mouth, but what's going through your mind, please, when you make your final selection, factoring in quantity, airflow capability? Well, the first thing is I'm wanting to determine, okay, how am I going to, the amount and quantity of the vent that will help give this roof a longevity instead of just helping with just airflow, but we want it to all work as a system. So a lot of times, I mean, most contractors should be when they're installing a, in a product, like for instance, we install Malarkey roofing products. I go back to what the recommendation is. And, and of course I use the calculator that you guys have and that kind of determines. And then at that point I make a guess like, okay, this is what I think this is going to be the best option for this house in particular. Um, Cause every house is different and not every, you know, it's not all the same ventilation and all that for it. So, I mean, in the end, I do go what the manufacturer requires from the product, the roofing product yes. um, as a shield. And then I do determine from the calculator that you guys provide. And that kind of gives me a good, a good um, um, decision on how much the quantity of, you know, vents will be needed or linear feet if you're using ridge vent or how many box vents you'll be using and, so forth and so on. Sure. Uh, Edgar, before I go to the fifth question, which is what this is all going to look like, and I'm excited about this to ask you, uh, I know I've been isolating each of these questions, but for our listener, the roof shape, the size of the attic, the airflow capability of the vents and how many it's going to take, that all kind of sure. flows, that that all kind of flows rather together. Am I, am I right about that? Right. We, we've been isolating it, but that whole process kind of flows for you. Yes, exactly. So now with all of that information handy, it's time to step back and ask, what will it look like when it's installed? In other words, what if we left the homeowner to look at however long they're going to live there in that house? Now, Edgar, I have the benefit of some inside information about you that our listeners likely do not and that is that you install and take awesome photography of beautiful roofs yeah i mean you really do still uh, photography drone footage so i already know edgar that you very much care how this is all going to look in the end after the attic exhaust vents are installed but for our listeners please edgar and i'm including the architect writing specs home builders building a new track of homes one day and the contractor hired to replace a roof you know one day right why should we care about how it looks let's just be happy that i've given them enough airflow why care about how it looks edgar in, in my opinion it's it, it it's all about function as well as being you know let's say you just got your roof done and you drive by and then you got these big old turbine and then the reason i'm using turbines because honestly turbines never look that great but you got these turbines and you just spend thousands and thousands of dollars on a roofing project that 
and you're just like, wow, like this looks horrible. So to me, the aesthetics of the roof is a very important part as well as not only is the function uh, part of it, but that usually I like to use the ridge vent as much as possible because that will give you the most symmetrical, most and the cleanest look possible. Sometimes, you know, we have to do other things just because of the structure of the roof or the way this roof slopes are framed in. And I mean, but usually I try to blend in the, you know, let's say we use the mechanical fan. I'll try to use a mechanical fan that's, um, you know, a darker color if I'm using the black shingle. So that way it blends in with the system. So that way when the homeowner pulls up to their house, they're paying attention to the whole entire roof, not just, you know, parts of it and giving a, a you know, an eyesore of some sort. So to me, it is a, it's still a very important part of the system, not just being functional, but at the same time being aesthetically appealing. Thank you, Edgar. Uh, so air vent, we, we make wind turbines. I mean, we make almost every category. And in the seminars right. that I host, I, I candidly say almost verbatim what you just said, turbines just don't look that, they just don't look that good. Uh, yeah. but, there, but 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 there might be a time when you have you you have to use them because of the structure of the roof and and you do the best you can with that structure roof to make it look as best it can look it might not be ideal but it's decent box vent same thing and i like edgar that you're saying out loud what we're trying to communicate in our seminars often there's a time to use any one of the five categories of exhaust but step back and assess you can get form and function and beauty uh, out of out of your your whole install. Edgar, do you find personally is it is it challenging to blend function and beauty? Uh, in most cases, I don't think so. I really don't. I, I believe it's actually pretty easy to accomplish what your the goal, the end result for sure. Are there times, Edgar, where you get resistance? If it's a re-roof project, are there times you get resistance from the homeowner? Look, please just just put back the type of the type of vent that I had, but you're trying to actually explain that there's a more appealing vent in cosmetics that I could install. Do you get pushback on that? Oh, definitely. I mean, we as a contractor, we know our profession is to tell them, hey, this is the best case scenario, and this is going to be more efficient, not only look better. But at the same time, you know, I'm not going to I'm not going to sugarcoat it. There's times where people just don't want that and they just want what they have. And that's completely fine. I'm OK with it. But in the end, I do give them the option to have that option to choose something better and that looks better, that is more functional. Right. But, I mean, sometimes people just like things the way they are. And, you know, and but I, I guess the to answer your question is, yeah, I do get backlash and I just educate them. And, and I mean, at that point, they decide what they really want. Sure. Most people do decide they want, you know, what the, the professionals telling them for sure. Yes. Edgar, uh, does it help? Does it help that you show a homeowner who's on the fence some of your beautiful photography of other roofs to, to give them a visual? Does that ever help? Oh, yeah. No, I, that, that's one of the main reasons I do it. I bring my big iPad Pro and then I show them all these pictures and they ask me like, oh, or did you do that house? And I said, yeah, my crew and I our team, we did this house. This is a project that we did. So it kind of gives it more of a personal touch and they can visually see. And a lot of the times I'll actually send them addresses of those houses so they can visually see it in person too. So um, yeah, it does help. I, I, yeah. I believe in it for sure. Great. Edgar, I, I, I want to just kind of 
summarize for our listener, we call this the attic exhaust vent decision tree and these five key questions. You've got ridge vents, box vents, wind turbines, gable louvers, and fans, roof mount fans, gable mount fans. They all, right. they all do a good job. Mm-hmm. Some do better than others. Some are better suited for certain roofs. And we hope that this decision tree process, these five key questions, okay, if it's going to take nine box vents, seven turbines, or I could go 50 feet of ridge vent. Right. Maybe 50 feet of ridge vent would be the better play. Hey, I'm going to wrap it up with the decision tree scenario, please. I'm going to throw a, an example at you. Uh, you weren't prepared for this, so thank you for your patience. But you, you have a roof. It's kind of chopped up. It's not very symmetrical. It's not a ridge vent candidate. It, 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 it is not a ridge vent candidate. Does that mean aesthetics is out the window, or can you still salvage aesthetics? I think you still can, as long as we can match the color of the it really will depend on the shingle color they choose, but I think you'll be fine for sure. I mean, so you can still get some cosmetics. Out. Yes. Yeah, for sure. Edgar, sometimes we hear from contractors who uh, tend to favor box vents just because of familiarity. It's what's already up there. It's probably just easier to replace it maybe this particular day instead of trying to upgrade. But I like to say also, even though the box fence might be on the backyard side of the roof, not not the fr- not the street side, not the curbside, but the backyard. Right. Homeowners spend time in their backyard, and does that does that still contribute to an eyesore, even though it's the backyard? I think if you were going, let's say, a black shingle and you did a galvanized turtle vent, at that moment, yeah, it would make an eyesore. But if it's a black turtle vent or a box vent. Um, I know some people call it differently, but at that point, you won't realize it as much as if you went with ridge vent. Ridge vent, half the time, people don't even realize that it's even on there. Right. So if it's if it's not a ridge vent, if it's a box vent or a wind turbine, the shingle color can really help make the vent protrusion blend in with the roof. Exactly. Uh, yeah, that's, that, that, that's what I believe in for sure. Edgar, I get the sense from your photography, you take a lot of pride almost as much in the beauty of the roof as in the functionality of it. Yes, we do. We, we do everything above standard and above what the manufacturer requires and code. Just because last thing I understand that a roof isn't cheap, you know, roofs are expensive. And last thing I want is someone calling me because they're still having the same issue they called us for. The calls I want to get is like, hey, Edgar, Thank you so much. My friend so-and-so is going to call you because we were just so happy with the results and the way it looks and your communication. And, you know, it, those are the calls I want. And, I mean, it, that, 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 that right there is probably the biggest compliment someone could get as a contractor instead of, you know, money, in my opinion, is knowing that you took care of that person that w- was needing that help. Hey, go. can I throw a surprise question at you? Sure, let's, let's hear <laughs> Let, Let's say you're doing the roof next week, and it's a candidate for ridge vent, but they've got seven box vents in, at the moment, and you're going to explain why ridge vent would be a better play, and the deck is solid, good. The, the, the deck is in good shape. What are you going to do with the holes? So, 
I, we get this question a lot, and I actually carry a sample because I get this question so much. There's a product called, they call them a smart plug. It's made out of uh, galvanized flashing and OSB. Those oh, usually, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Those, those fill in the, the gap where the box vents used to be. And then we put an, uh, uh, we fill this with ice and water shield around that hole. So that way, because there is still seams and it, in the future, if you don't uh, put ice and water shield, water could probably intrude in there. Um, so that's why we flash it with ice and water shield. So it's sure. completely watertight. But that's the, um, that's our process is we seal those holes with the smart plugs and and then put some uh, membrane on top and then we go with our day and you know and then follow your expect or specifications for the ridgeman of how wide we have to open it and then we yes. just you know hand we actually hand nail all, all our uh, ridgeman and ridge cap okay so, oh thank you uh Edgar, we, we we make a smart plug ours is called quick plug and and, and, oh. and it's, yeah we, we also make one there's there's several out there and I, I, I was just curious, and thank you for being patient. You didn't know I was going to ask you this. I was curious if the holes are a deterrent from for you to even suggest a ridge vent, because now you got to deal with these holes. And I'm glad to hear the holes are not a deterrent. Nope, not, not at all. No. I mean, and of course. Sorry. No, go ahead. You go. You go. I was going to say there is times where we have to replace the uh, the whole you know four by eight sheet just because the hole's a little way too big for those plugs, and I mean it's not even that big of a deal, especially now you know OSB is thirteen dollars a sheet, so it's not it's not you know cost going to cost an arm and a leg to do it. Right? Is that a cost, Edgar? You absorb or you pass it on to the customer? I'm sure you pass it on. Uh, it just depends if it if it's my fault because I didn't inspect through the attic and didn't catch that at that moment I do observe the, the okay. cost just because that's where I go and do my job just like when I determine how much vent needs to go in there and how many pieces of ridge vent or boxes that needs if I don't determine and do my job correctly I don't believe I should charge the homeowner because of my mistake okay all right that's very honest of you thank you Edgar now, I've enjoyed this conversation, Edgar. These five key questions that we just went through, uh, I call them the branches of our attic exhaust vent decision tree. And man, thank you for helping us make the climb, if I can say that, please. And as we wrap up this episode, Edgar, of our podcast, is there anything you'd like to add for our listeners, either about the attic exhaust vent decision tree process or anything you'd like to add or share? Um, honestly, just, you know, every, every roof system is a different candidate for every roof vent. My key to, to a successful flowing roof system is taking the time to determine what kind of ventilation it needs. And also if there's enough air intake flowing through that to allow the hot air to ventilate from the exhaust. I like to always use a metaphor for cars. I'm a big car guy. So, you know I mean, you don't got a good uh, cooling system, then your car's not going to run efficiently, right? You don't have great intake system. You're going to have probably a bunch of combustion problems in the, the engine and exhaust is probably going to bring out a bunch of black smoke. And then that's probably not good for the vehicle. Same thing with your roof is if it's not breathing correctly, it's not going to, not going to last very long. Well said, Edgar. I like the analogy. Thank you. Thank you so much. I want to thank you for being our guest today and for sharing your knowledge and experiences with us. And please keep the great photography coming our way. On behalf of AirVent, the roofing industry, and homeowners, thank you, Edgar.
Well, thank you guys. Thank you. And I'm honored to be on this and uh, we'll see you guys soon. Thank you so much. Thank you, Edgar. When we step back and we ask the five key questions before every roof is specified and installed, we allow that roof to have the best opportunity at maximum longevity and curbside appeal. Well, that wraps up this episode. Please leave a review on YouTube or whatever platform you used to listen to this episode. Be sure to let us know if there's a topic you'd like us to cover in future episodes. Maybe you'd like to be a guest one day like Edgar was a guest. Or maybe you know someone who would like who, who would make a great guest. Drop us a note on the podcast page of our website, airvent.com. You can also reach out to us on Facebook, LinkedIn, and Twitter, now called X. And please come back for more Airing It Out with AirVent. I'm Paul Shelsey. Thanks for listening. Thank you.